0: Welcome to Postscript. Here, we hope to answer your questions and help you dig deeper into the messages and sermons at FaithBridge by talking with the Teacher of the Day. Well, welcome everyone to a little special kind of a revival of Postscript. Um, and we're we're doing this because the topic that you taught on today is a pretty big one. It's a pretty hefty one. And like you said as well, a lot of people can relate to it because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are confronted with worry, with anxiety and things of that nature. And and when you're talking about a topic like this, obviously there is so many things to unpack, Mm -hmm. which is why you wanted to do this so that we can even talk a little bit more About some other sides to um, anxiety and and, and solutions or or whatnot, and that sort of deal. But when it comes to your message, um, you mentioned taking advantage of two things. Mm -hmm. Um, That was God's word and God's people. Mm -hmm. Um, I could tell you had some more thoughts on that, but maybe not enough minutes. Sure. Um, so, I mean, you know, what, what more, I guess, would you say yeah, about this, Yeah,
1: well, right. I don't know. I think I got a good bit in on both of those. I'll just reiterate. If you're not going to God's Word, uh, heaven help you. Heaven help us. Because our hearts are so prone to wander. They're so fickle. If we listen to our heart, we'll be uh, just a muddle. In minutes, and a mess, and so the only way to combat that is with the truth of God's word, and that's why I, I we just put this together. Uh, and, and if you didn't watch the sermon, you're just going to this because somebody sent you to this postscript. Get the QR code, and you can get the verses. It's just some of my favorite verses that help with worry and. But it's important. You, you you can't just stick it in your pocket and say, "Well, they are like a rabbit's foot. It'll bring me good luck." No, I mean you gotta you gotta like metabolize these words, think on them, memorize them. Um, but that's the only way that we get a new script, and we have to have a new script because our hearts will give us a, a bad script, and we can lasso all sorts of crazy, scary futures out of the future and yank them into the present in our minds, and that's where we're gonna stop. Let's let's go to truth and let's check our story and get a true story. And and then we talked about uh, community and I loved what our team put together here, this this guide. Again, if you're not in community, get into community. You know, I know we had to kind of shut a lot of things down during the pandemic, that's over. And if the devil can get you singled out, he will get you picked off. He loves to find sheep that are out there by themselves because he's the wolf and he's all about killing and lying and stealing, John 10, 10 tells us. And so we have to... Uh, there's something about being a community that just bolsters us because we have brothers and sisters who are cheering for us and rooting for
0: us. Yeah, I love it. I love what you said about the, uh, how it's, it, you're not listening to your heart. You're giving your heart talking, the truth, yeah. and that is a great way to do that. So I would second that, grab a copy of those. Um, and now you hinted at something about counseling. Mm-hmm. So um, what should the Christian think about getting counseling? Well,
1: I think of uh, the proverb that says, there's wisdom found in the counsel of many. Um, I think the problem that, that many of us have is we, tr- we say, I'll get out of this myself, and, but we're not very good. At, if we've gotten down in a pit, we need the counsel of somebody else and and somebody who knows the lord and somebody who's starting with a christian worldview i think that's important um because we need to make sure that there's a foundation of truth i'm the beneficiary of uh one or two very good counselors who particularly some years ago I would spend time with just talking things through because you see, our thoughts don't take clarity until we either write them out or speak them out. Sure. If we only have our thoughts, but you've not written them out or you've not spoken them out, they're just a muddle inside your head and it just feels big. But um, and, and that's why I, I mentioned when we were talking about the tools, the, the, the importance of the devotional life and personally I love using the prayer journal. And I write out my prayers to the Lord because my thoughts come clear when I write. But like I said, there's there's seasons that I've benefited from going and talking to a counselor and just going for a series of four or six or eight or ten weeks. Just I've got to, I've got to dig in here and figure out what's going on and pull it out and look at it and deal with it. And uh, think it out, you know, and like we were talking about, like Jesus was talking about, and and we have g- great. We have a number of Christian counselors who fellowship here at FaithBridge. We've got a list of counselors that we recommend, and w- w- we distribute. So if you need, if you're like, I think I need to do that, why don't you reach out? You can reach out to my assistant Janice. Um, And we can get you that list. And uh, sometimes people ask, do you have one on the staff? Presently, we do not have a counselor on the staff. Now, let me say this. We do have uh, several very good uh, caregivers. Janice, who I mentioned, is one. She's fantastic and has a lot of uh, godly, biblical wisdom, particularly when talking with, with ladies. And then we have George Watson who uh, is particularly good uh, if dealing with, with men or uh, with couples, we don't do ongoing counseling. So what they would do is more of a, let's, let's do a one shot deal, um, maybe two and figure out where's the right place to get you. And let's get you there with that specialist.
0: Yeah. I love that. And there may even be some who are watching right now who you're like me and journaling isn't my first go-to like that's right. that's not something right. that i'm typically like sitting down and doing that and that sort of deal and right. then you're like oh and then i'm trying to do devotionals and i'm trying to keep a prayer journal duffy a few weeks ago talked about the soap, S-O-A-P. devotional yep. that has been love it massive for me and being mm-hmm. able to even the prayers at the end of that mm-hmm. that being the p in soap and being able to write those down has been a great way to combine that. But uh, yeah, incredibly important. And then, okay, talk about medicine. Yeah, um, what should what should Christians think? You know about medications that can help yeah. with anxiety?
1: Well, okay, so uh, several thoughts, two or three or four about this. Number one, we live in the most fortunate of times. Why? Because we have we get to enjoy the benefits. Of modern science, modern medicine—that people 102 and more ago they didn't—and so there is. Now, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> well, I am a doctor, but of ministry, not not the kind that can help anybody. <laughs> so, so, so let me say this. Uh, my, I, I'm speaking as a layperson medically, but there's a category of medicines called SSRI medicin, medications, serotonin. Uh, inhibitor, uh, uh, uptake, reuptake inhibitors, and people say, well, I don't want to take medicine because I don't want to be depending on something that's going to be juicing my system and and, and I want to depend on gut. Well, first of all, let's talk about, we'll talk about that in a minute, but, but let's talk about um, what is an SSRI med- medication like Prozac or Lexapro or Zoloft? What are those doing? Okay. Remember how I was talking about the Uh, the amygdala Mm -hmm. your amygdala is like and so what happens when your amygdala is just running and running and running your body your brain that's wanting to now uh, your system that's wanting to uh, put in the serotonin that's a calming thing that bathes your brain and brings it it starts to put in the serotonin but your amygdala says metabolize that serotonin really fast why? Because we gotta stay on our guard. And so it squashes down the, the serotonin, and so you keep staying revved up. Mm-hmm. So what does an SSRI medication do? It's not juicing you with more serotonin, as I understand it. What it's doing is it's blocking the blocker. So when your is saying, put down that serotonin, the SSRI says, no, 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 the serotonin needs to be released. Let your body release the serotonin that brings your brain down. So it's a fabulous, I mean, just that they could figure that out. Um, Now, I know sometimes people say, well, I don't want to take, because I'm a person of faith, and God will heal me, you know. Okay, I'm going to check your logic on that. I have a friend who has high cholesterol, and um, so his doctor said, "I." I'm going to give you two months. I need you to go on diet. I need you to lose weight and start, you know, rigorous exercise daily and all of this. And let's see if you can't bring it down. And if you can't, I'm going to prescribe for you a statin drug. That's a like Lipitor. And he says, "I, I don't want to take it. So what are you doing? I said. I'm exercising. Okay, well, great, but you know what the problem is? He exercised, he lost weight, he's fit, he's in shape. Cholesterol did come down, but not enough. He just has genetic issues. The cholesterol stays high. At that point, if he declines the Lipitor or the statin drug, whatever, whichever one the doctor prescribes, is he being full of faith or is he being full of pride, I would say, you don't have a faith problem, you have a pride problem. Because you live in a day in an age where the Lord is saying, I'm giving you something that's a blessing. They didn't have it a hundred years ago. Take the liberty. Or let's put it this way. Suppose you're uh, doing lawn work and all of a sudden, by accident, the, the, the saw hits your finger and you lose the tip of your finger. Uh, so you pick it up and you go to the emergency room and, and, and the doctor says, it's pretty clean. We can get it back on. You may not be hundred percent, but you'll be 90% and you'll be out of here in a couple of hours. Do you say thank you? Or do you say, nope, I'm a person of faith. God's going to help me grow it back. You take the the surgery, let them put it back on. It's a gift that we have. So it is with n- neurological medication as well. So in the season that I described, that is funny to look at now, uh, 18 years or so ago, when I just knew I was coming unglued. Uh, they said, "Okay, you need to try." It was Lexapro, an SSRI medication. And I did take it, and he said, it'll take about four weeks to get into your system, but I think you're going to wake up one morning not crying. I think you're going to wake up not afraid that you're going to die and the church is going to fall apart and your son, all this stuff, and you're going to feel more like yourself. And sure enough, about a month later, one day I'm going along, I'm talking to Susie, and I'm like, do you realize I haven't talked about dying in the last 24 hours? I haven't even thought about dying. I haven't cried. She's like, I have noticed. I didn't want to say anything. But, you know, a, <laughs> and so what was happening? Well, it got in there and it blocked the blocker so that my serotonin could start to be released. And uh, so people ask, well, do you, you're, you're a man of faith? You're a pastor and all that? Yes. Did you get off of it? <laughs> Yes and no. So about a year later, I'd been feeling good and normal uh, for a good while. And so I decided on my own, not the doctor, I'm just going to wean off of this. So I start going down. And um, after a couple of weeks, I'd staggered it out. 'Cause I'd read you can really shock your system if you try to, to cold turkey. So I, I kinda weaned myself off. And one night Suzanne and I were sitting in the parking lot of um what's the office depot. We're sitting in off we're gonna run in again. And, and I don't remember what but I was all I was all angsted out and tense and upset and we're having this, this 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 fight in the car. We're just, I'm yeah, at her and she's like, yeah, no, it's not that. And we're and then all of a sudden she stops and she looks at me and she goes, wait a second. Are you still taking your medication? I said, actually, I weaned off. <laughs> she grabbed my hand. <laughs> She grabs my hand, holds it up. She starts, she starts laughing. She starts howling. She's like, oh my gosh, we're going straight home and getting you back on your medication. That was not good. because see, if I, Because I came off, and what started happening? My amygdala started finding everything in the world that was wrong with everything, which makes me very hard to live with. And for my staff, who were there, several are still here, him makes me hard to work for. So I went back on. I tried that one more time. It didn't work. So, sort of like Paul, uh, who at one point says, you know, three times I asked the Lord, would you take this thorn away from me? And he, God says, no, it'll keep you humble, but my grace is sufficient for you and my strength's made perfect in your week. And I just had to conclude, okay, this is just kind of my thorn. So, um, I continue to take an SSRI medication every day. Take Zoloft now. Um, and for me, it's kind of six and one half dozen, it's kind of whichever the insurance that says this is, is the cheapest. Yeah. And, um, and that just kind of keeps me not up at a, at a 9.9 but more like a five, I still have plenty of intensity, uh, but I can also calm down and relax and
0: be moderately enjoyable to be around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good, that's helpful, that's helpful. Um, well, is there any other thoughts, you know, that you would want to give kind of as we wrap up our time? Well, I, I think the only other thing, Tyler, is is if if
1: you're watching this portion, Um, it's probably because you or somebody who loves you said, I need this. You need this. Um, my encouragement would be don't do nothing. It's see, it's when we do nothing that the problem just get worse. Take a step, call one of us here, here at church, reach out. Let's talk, let's get you to a counselor, maybe the counselor. Uh, we'll we'll say, let's get you to a doctor and, or maybe it's a counselor who also prescribes, although they're a little bit harder to find. And let's get you some medic but let's do something. Let's get you in community. If you're not in community, let's get you turning to God's word. But if you always do what you've always done, you'll always keep getting what you've always gotten. So let's do something. Let's take the next step. That's
0: good. I love it. Well, thanks for sitting down yeah, and uh, spending some more time on it, and it was a great, great back to school Sunday here at FaithBridge today. Awesome. Uh, thanks to everybody who was here in person and watched online as well. You can join us next week at either nine a.m., eleven a.m., or as always on uh, FaithBridge Live, FaithBridge.org/live. But until then, we'll see you all. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us for Postscript. Help us keep the podcast interactive by submitting your questions during the morning services. Learn more at faithbridge.org/postscript.